Welcome to season two of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman. If you haven't already, go check out my new website. You can view the latest episode, fan favorites, and even submit a question to future guests. You can visit the website at letstalkwrestlingpodcast.my.canva.site. You can also find the link in the show notes. So the song you just heard is The Stroke by Billy Squire, and it is also the walkout song for the next guest on the show, Mitch Mueller. So Mitch was a four-time state place winner, placing third twice for Cedar Rapids Kennedy and placing first and third for Iowa City West. He won a Fargo national title as a senior in high school before joining the Iowa State Cyclones. Mitch had a successful college career, finishing as a Big 12 runner-up three times and making the round of 12 twice at the NCAAs. Mitch's birthday was actually July 20th, so also happy birthday shout out to Mitch. With that being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy Mitch Mueller. Yeah, what do you do? Uh, I'm a loan officer, so mortgage loan, like origination. Yeah. Um, so I've been in that industry for about 13 years now. 13 years? Since gra- yeah, since graduating Iowa State. So. Yeah. What'd you graduate with? Uh, I was a double major in business and marketing. Double major? Did they cross over? Yeah, pretty much the same yeah. classes, just a few extra, but. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's basically what I'm doing at Nebraska. So I go to the University of Nebraska and sports media and communication and broadcasting, yeah. but they're pretty much just a all, few extra classes. I think three, three classes. Yeah, all tangled together pretty much. Just mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, I, I noticed. So do you know Mike Randolph? Yeah, he used to be my old uh, neighbor. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They moved though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, um, yeah, he was down the street from me a lot. So I remarried in um, this past July. Um, but before then, I was in Waukee. I'm in Ankeny now. Um, but yeah, he was a couple houses down from me. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I graduated with him. Okay. I know that. So yeah. I thought I saw something like he helped him move or something. I was like, what? Huh. Oh, yeah. We tried to get, um, of course, he calls me. We tried to get the, um, was it elliptical or um the hamster wheel up the stairs and we ended up getting stuck so we had to like just destroy it and then like, all right well never mind so i felt bad too i was like all right well i'm not yeah all the heavyweight over here to help me up this get this thing. <laughs> yeah but yeah trying to help him move but <laughs> yeah huh. well um are you so i guess what are you what are you up to nowadays like just being a dad just working and yeah working and then um involved just with the kids sports now so i have three kids uh maddox is the youngest he's going to be in third grade mm-hmm. so he's involved with little league like baseball right now and then also he does you know flag football and then wrestling during the winter um he's a much better athlete than i am oh so really he, so he's actually pretty good at football and baseball and that stuff. And I wasn't, um, then, uh, middle's, uh, daughter, Hannah, she's involved with volleyball, basketball stuff. I'm also not equipped to 
help with, but, um, and then oldest is Brody. He's going into eighth grade. Um, he's seems sports Maddox, but football, baseball, then he does basketball too. Yeah. So we're pretty much tied up throughout the whole year. Yeah. Maybe a couple weeks off here and there, but for the most part, a lot of traveling, going to sport and stuff and then work or be, you know, seeing family, try to squeeze in a few trips here and there, but gets tough, but yeah, you're busy. So, but um, yeah, then also I try to help out this past year, getting back involved with wrestling, um, help at Ankeny wrestling club. Oh, really? Just kind of more of a uh, auxiliary helper, not really the coach, but um, they also have uh, Kurt Backus in there too. Oh, yeah. kid and my son Maddox are in the same grade. Really? And ironic, ironically enough, too, um, uh, Brent Metcalf, um, his kid's in there too. So, oh, really? <laughs> so, kind of funny there, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun, you know, getting to see those guys and just being involved with it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, what sports did you do? You said you weren't, you didn't um, really athletic, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, when I started out, it was kind of just the the basketball, the baseball, the little bit of soccer. Soccer, I wasn't really engaged with. I was kind of trying to find four, four of the clovers in the outfield. <laughs> um, basketball, I mean, those that know me know pretty horrendous me shooting and then baseball actually did love um so when it came to like sixth or seventh grade I kind of had to make a decision with that or wrestling um so excited with wrestling obviously and then um that's kind of the path I took I guess sport wise but why you know why you uh, chose I mean I'm just, yeah I just wasn't very coordinated with the others as much as I wanted to be but <laughs> Uh, wrestling was the best fit, but no, I just, I loved it though, too. Um, I think more so what got me on it is probably the freestyle part is what I really liked more than probably any of it, but yeah. um, during the summer and stuff. So it was just kind of hard to do baseball during the summer. And also if you do freestyle circuit, you know, that it kind of coincides at the same time. So it's kind of hard to be committed to both. Yeah. You know, um, I've heard that quite a bit. From people I've talked to, unfortunately, they, you know, baseball, Iowa plays baseball in the summer. And it's like the only, I feel like it's one of the only states in the area that actually does that. Nebraska, where I'm at, they finished up their state tournament last month. Oh, really? You know? Yeah, this yeah. one's still going on. I think it goes to like, what? Uh, I, yeah, they, yeah, play, it's a little, they play baseball in the spring here. Yeah. You know, uh, Minnesota, I think their state tournament is right around now. You know, yeah, like it kind of opens up the summer for summer wrestling, so kids can play baseball if they want. Yeah, and it's it just hard. I mean, some kids can do it, manage both, and you know, I just with practices and traveling because I was yeah grew up in Cedar Rapids at that time, but I traveled down to Iowa City, like West our city West at that time too. Even throughout like middle school and into high school, um, because that's just where the practices were. So yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to go to both, hit both and. Yeah. So, so did, you guys, just, did you not have practice in Sea Rapids then? That just seems like really, you did not. Have. They might now, but at the time, 
I mean, the big the place to go was um, yeah, in Iowa City at, at West High with Mark Ryland and the their uh, program because they had kids from all over. Like they had um, like Swafford, Mac Ryder, you know, they had, uh, you know, um, you know, Dan LeClaire, Kyle Anson, Morningstar, you know, the whole gamut there. So it's like you know that's where everyone's practicing. So it kind of almost like probably I imagine like uh, you know like a Seabolt type of club mm-hmm. yeah. you know that's, you want to you know iron sharpens iron type of thing so that's where you know you go there to work out with the best kids in the state so yeah so you it sounds like you started out in cedar rapids like yep. growing up yeah growing up i was uh, born out of city and we moved when i was like one um then lived in cedar rapids pretty much my whole life until my um, end of my sophomore year in high school. Then I transferred to Iowa City West, but started out um, initially with uh, was it Cedar Rapids, like Jefferson Bad Boys Club, where mm-hmm. Ironside is from. Yeah, uh, but that's where I met Joey Slayton too. Became yeah. friends with him, and you know, and saw how much of an animal he was, especially at the youth side of it too. Um, then we ended up going to Cedar Rapids Kennedy for high school together. Um, then, like I said, I transferred my so- end of my sophomore year down to Iowa City West. Really? So in high school, but I thought you were, I thought you wrestled at Iowa City West all four years. No, it was uh, Cedar Rapids Kennedy for freshman and sophomore. Then I transferred really? to Iowa City West my junior and senior year. But like I said, I was going down there. Um, oh my gosh, I didn't. I totally overlooked that. Because I, I have the 03, 03 bracket right here. And yeah. so, you know, just touching base on where you were at. And uh, golly, yeah. See right yeah, it, it was a hard move at the time. It seemed to make sense, though, based on, you know, like I said, going down to practices there all the time. My brother was going to Iowa at that time. Um, my dad had just retired. Um, and then at the time I was, you know, I was grew up a big Iowa fan my whole life mm-hmm. up until I had to decide where to go. Um, but at the time, I think it was, uh, Jim Zaleski was the head coach then. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was some uncertainty there of kind of how that was going to look out or look going forward. Then ended up landing on Iowa state because that just seemed to be a better fit with, you know, they had, you know, Kale, of course. Yeah. Um, along with that, though, they also had, you know, great workout partners like Nate Gallick and Zach Roberson. And, yeah. you know, they had a lot of guys staying after just for the freestyle, you know, as volunteers. Um, and then the class I was in was great, too. You know, so I was pretty good friends with a lot of those guys. Yeah, so that, I mean, it, but... It's, I guess it's, it's funny how it all works. You know, you go into, you, you think there's uncertainty at Iowa, you know, was Zaleski and there was, um, but then you go to Iowa state and then Kale leaves. And so then now yeah. it's basically like, now there's uncertainty there, you know, how yeah. difficult is it to, as an athlete, you know, because that happens quite a bit, obviously still nowadays where coaches leave, how difficult as an athlete is it to handle your coach leaving? I'm sure it's different for everyone, but I mean, just like with anything, I mean, you control what you can. I mean, that's something that, you know, you can't really control. You just got to adapt to it. And then, 
Um, but luckily, fortunately, you know, I had Bobby Douglas at first, who was probably the most best technician I've ever known. Just, I mean, he, you think you're doing a move right, he'll break it down a hundred ways of what you're not doing right. Um, but he's right. I mean, just like the little, littlest tweaks here and there, like made a huge difference, especially my first year there. Um, and then I got Kale, which I mean, obviously that speaks for itself, just one of what he's done. But as a coach, mm-hmm. you know, he he brought a lot to the table with, you know, your mindset with wrestling and life in general. And, you know, obviously great technician too. Um, and then I had um, Jackson, Kevin Jackson, my senior year. So, you know, another shake up there. Um, but I love I loved Coach Jackson too. And then you had Coach Bono in there as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Paulson's, Trent Travis, and Nate Gallick. So, I mean, it was, you know, great staff and great guys to, you know, work out within the room and outside of the room, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess <clears throat> I'm, I'm still a little blown away that I, I didn't realize you wrestled at Cedar Rapids Kennedy for those first yep. couple of years. And then you went to Iowa City West. How, yep. And you kind of touched on that a little bit. How difficult, you know, was it to transfer from Kennedy to city West and what went behind, you know, that decision. I know you said you were practicing there quite a bit, but. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people hated me at the time for, for doing that. Maybe they still do. I don't know. But <laughs> um, I mean, at the time and it still does, you know, I'm glad, you know, worked out the way it did. And hmm. as, but initially I was coached by uh, Dennis Heenick at Cedar Rapids Kennedy, but then he stopped coaching. New coach came in Um so it just seemed like, you know, with all that involved and then wanting to, you know, ultimately go to Iowa at that time, since I was working out there. Um, and like I said, my brother was going to school, Iowa. Um, it, it was hard. I mean, it was a hard decision and, you know, I got some heat from it, you know, that junior year, just from everyone. Um, but I loved Mark Ryland too, even when I was competing against him, you know, I had to wrestle like, at Kennedy, um, mm-hmm. Jake Halverson, who was, uh, you know, a stud too in high school. Um, so he and I went back and forth, but even aside from that, you know, I res- respected him as a coach and was pretty close with them just with the off season with uh, freestyle going down there. And, you know, I considered him my coach too. Um, and then, yeah. And obviously once I transferred, you know, came in closer with them and, mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously hard too, and he you know passed away you know last year too. But um, yeah, he was a big component in me moving down there. Yeah, and you know, I mean, as a fan, you know, you can be a little upset, but also if you put yourself, if you're a fan and you put yourself in the shoes of the athlete, you know, it might be a little easier to see why you would make a move like that. Yeah. I mean, all you're trying to do is just be the best athlete you can, and if you think that move will make you better then you know, Hey, so be it. And okay. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, it was hard for me too. And like, Hill, sure. you know, that was another thing, but you know, time it's like, you're a little unhappy about, it, but you know, as you, you know, time goes on, you kind of see, you know, you get it, that do it best for your family. And it's obviously it's worked out and it's nothing right. you know, is what it is, but yeah, you know, I was fortunate to, you know, have him as a coach too. So, I mean, it's just, Everyone, you know, you got to do what, you know, what's best for you. And um, especially when there's family involved and stuff. So it's just got to keep moving forward. So, 
Yeah. Did you, did you have people? So now that's twofold. Did you have people cheer for you? Like, you know, while you were at Sea Rapids Kennedy and then you go to Iowa City West and did they boo you or, you know, cause I was going to ask about when you went to Iowa City West and then you went to Iowa State, were there people who were like, yeah, Mitch Mueller, Mitch Mueller. And then all of a sudden you're coming out in a cyclone uniform or a singlet and they're like, boo, Mitch Mueller. Like, oh. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot. Probably still is. I mean, that's fine. Um, but I know, yeah, Kennedy, when I went up there after I transferred my junior year, yeah. we had a duel with them at Kennedy. They forfeited to me, and then, you know, everyone booed. Maybe there have been a couple silent or internal, like, claps for me, but I doubt, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I kind of expected that. Um, and then at Iowa, Iowa State, rivalry, you know, it's – you know, I'm sure that the same thing, but I know my coach wasn't very with Mark Ryland, who was the national champ at Iowa. Yeah. He wasn't very happy either with me when I decided to go to Iowa State. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I'm sure there's some haters there. It always is. And, you know, it's fine. Yeah. What, what did Mark Ryland say when you told him you were going to Iowa State? He goes, Are you effing kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it was a tough one for him to swallow but i think i mean in time he understood and got yeah. it but um yeah so i mean it didn't deter our relationship at all but it was just yeah. more kind of funny but um yeah he was <laughs> but at the time too he knew it was kind of you know the environment there was a little uncertain mm-hmm. you know and then obviously shortly after brands takes over so yeah um, what was that like growing up being an Iowa fan? And then it comes time to where you're like, all right, I'm ready to make a decision. And I've been an Iowa fan my whole life, but it just isn't the place for me. I mean, that had to be just a, I assume that was a difficult realization. It was, it was, I mean, I grew up, you know, like to Cedar Rapids, but travel down to Iowa city all the time. Not yeah. only did Rylands, but before that, even, uh, me and a handful of guys would go, practice at Carver with um, Pablo Ibasa. So there was, you know, we had, it was me and uh, TJ Siebel, Ryan Morningstar, Kyle Anson, uh, Jay Rochelle, Dan LeClaire, and Joey Slayton, and, and a few others I'm sure I'm missing here. But that was kind of the initial core group there. But, I mean, we're all about the same weight. So, I mean, it was, those practices were rough. I mean, they're tough. But it's kind of cool being able to work out at Carver. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I, I spent a lot of years in Carver in that pra- in that room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you get to watch and see the college guys at that time. Um, so watch some great ones compete, um, work out, and you know, Brands Brothers and all, all of them. So I mean, yeah. it was it was a good experience there. So, but I mean, I guess ultimately when it came to making a decision, like I guess you had uncertainty there with Iowa. Um, then Iowa State, you know, they had a lot to offer too, just with, you know, especially the coaching staff, which, I mean, it's hard to beat, you know, especially at my weight, especially with, you know, Nate Gallick and like Zach Roberson, two national champs, you know, to work out with and beat yeah. up on you, um, which those practices weren't fun either. Um, and then you had Dylan Long in there too as well. Um, so, I mean, it's with kind of basically a list of, you know, pros and cons and then, going with your gut with what feels right. And um, I'm glad I did it. So I met some great guys and great teammates and, you know, kind of forever friends. So, 
Yeah. What were those practices like with Yubasa? I mean, you just listed off all these guys who are some of the greatest, you know, including yourself in Iowa history. And uh, you're all practicing. You're all at the same weight. You're all going to the same practice. I mean, did you all up on each other? Yeah, it was pretty brutal. I mean, they're like they're like college practices. I mean, it was like, you know, Tuesday and a Thursday night, so twice a week usually. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of I liked going down there, but I also kind of dreaded it sometimes, knowing <laughs> this is going to be hell. But, yeah, you know, we were doing, um, you know, in Carver Hawkeye the stadium, the um, running up and down the stairs like the snake thing. Yeah, doing sprints up there and around around the car around the circle and then yeah you you know you go in the group with all the wrestlers there too um yeah you don't get any breaks there as far as that goes so but like i said it was good you know made me better and you know that's where it really kind of drove me um to do better is you know being with those guys seeing what they do and trying to emulate it as best i can so but it it was getting you know, close to those guys and, and yeah, I mean, all through high school, college mm-hmm. and beyond. So, yeah. And um, were you on that? I believe you were part of that team. Um, gosh, what was it? Oh, four that won the junior national. Oh yeah. That was my uh, uh, senior year that, was that senior. summer. Yeah. yeah. So I had lost state. I got third. Mm-hmm. Um, lost to Zach McCrae from Iowa City City High. Yeah, he's also you know he I grew up wrestling with him in Yubasa group and in Ryland's club at Iowa City. Um, so I beat him in the finals then my junior year, and then he beat me in the semis of my uh, senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, great guy, you know, great wrestler too. Um, uh. But yeah, it was uh, that 05 summer. I mean, we had a good senior team class. Um, then I was pretty motivated from losing, you know, at state. You know, I just kind of went on a mission. But, you know, I was pretty pissed off about it. Yeah. So I wanted to um, end it on a good note. So it's good being part of that, you know, whole squad. I mean, there's, I can't even count, you know, all the state champs and studs and you know they had on that team but i mean it was Incredible. you know a really solid team you know and we yeah everyone wrestled really well and it was good to get it done or you know the last chance we had and um yeah it was, it was a fun experience that tournament yeah what, what was it like for you on this on the youth circuit did you wrestle like when did you start wrestling um i probably started maybe right before fourth grade or kind of started doing it maybe a little more like a full season, my fourth grade year. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say it really picked up probably around sixth, seventh grade when I started doing freestyle. Um, so we'd go up, you know, they have nationals uh, for freestyle that was up in um, Waterloo, the young mm-hmm. arena. Yeah. So, I mean, those, that was a fun tournament. Um, I mean, those mats were like, you know, it's on, it's on a ice rink. So those mats were like concrete. Yeah. So the first time wrestling, I'm like, man, this is gonna hurt kind of. <laughs> um, no, I, I, it was fun though. I mean, that's kind of where it kind of, I guess, um, sparked more of my um, success and you know wanting to do it is just wrestling at you know the freestyle nationals up there. And then I think my seventh grade year, 
I won it. I think I had to wrestle uh, Angel Escobedo at that tournament. Um, but that's kind of the, more one of the breakthrough tournaments, I'd say, I had as a youth. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it just kind of progressed in my eighth grade and high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we traveled, you know, like I said, with that core group, with Yubasa wrestlers. I mean, for freestyle especially, we travel over the state, if not country, going to regional tournaments and, you know, long road trips. And, you know, this van, we're cutting weight and it's was, it was miserable on the way out there. But <laughs> not nothing as miserable as riding with uh, uh, Mark Ryland, and, you know, during high school for some of those same tournaments, but across the country because you're cutting weight on the way out. And then on the way back, you're fully hydrated and you have to go pee every five seconds. But he was one of those guys that wouldn't stop. <laughs> yeah and then he'd also when you're cutting weight on the way there he'd have a liter of like diet mountain dew just drinking it right in front of you so it was, <laughs> it was funny it, yeah. it, at the time it was pretty painful but it, it <laughs> looking back is <laughs> that's funny um yeah i would say i was when you were saying that i was like yeah probably did suck on the way out but then you you went out there, you kicked ass, so the ride back was always a little nice. It was fun, yeah. <laughs> Not always, I mean, it depends on the tournament, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, but I mean, you got to be close to some of those guys. And, um, yeah, that too. I mean, that was, you know, a really fun part too. Yeah. Uh, outside, you know, off the mats. I mean, on the mats, we even had to wrestle each other, you know, but once it's done, you're, you know, you're friends again. So, mm-hmm. what'd you guys do to pass the time? You know, with that, with your group of guys, you know, like back in that time, they didn't, we didn't have phones. We barely had, I don't even think we had, you know, vehicles with TVs in them. I don't know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I was probably either working out or, um, you know, I, I play with the neighborhood kids. We'd run around and, um, you know, watch TV or movies and um, I don't go to the mall when that was a thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I, I don't know, during, because uh, we had a lot of practices throughout the week, so usually after those, I was pretty tired. But, um, yeah, we didn't have phones or anything. I'm trying to think what we did to play old school Nintendo, maybe, <laughs> like Super Mario. Um, not a lot of, yeah, looking back at it, we were, but, yeah, we were just, at the time, we were just being kids, I guess. But, mm-hmm. um. I'm trying to think, but yeah, a lot of times we were traveling quite a bit, just either to tournaments or practice and then at school or hanging out, you know, at each other's houses and stuff and our friends out in the neighborhood. But did you ever like get tired of going to tournaments at that age? Cause you know, you're, you're a little bit younger, 14, 15, 16, whatever, like going to tournaments almost every other weekend or every weekend. I mean, did you ever feel a little burnout kicking in? No, uh, not really. No, I think, uh, I mean, it was more of the excitement once it got closer than any burnout kind of went away. You're just more excited to go out and compete. Um, I have a lot more found respect for my parents, though, going to drive me all those practices and driving all these tournaments. Like, that part's tiring. So they're they're a lot tougher than I was, that's for sure. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's probably more just the excitement, you know. Obviously, I didn't know anybody. You have a lot of energy. I wish I still had some of that too every day. But um, 
yeah and I, it was more just the excitement and then um being with that group of guys too you know we're pretty good friends so yeah so when you were on those road trips with the guys what what did you do to pass the time on those road trips well, we listen, you know, music usually, and we were all miserable on the way out there. So <laughs> no one wanted to talk to anyone. Um, I don't know, play a Game Boy or whatever it was, or but music. Maybe we talk a little bit, but is more like wondering what we get to eat for our next meal type yeah. of thing, <laughs> or, or envisioning like drinking a bunch of water once we weigh in. Um, but uh yeah, I mean a lot of it was just kind of sleeping and listening to the Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> or the, the giant C D case I probably had. <laughs> was was any one of them like uh more more miserable to be around? You know, some people when they're cutting weight, they they can handle it all right, but then others are like, you don't wanna be around that guy, or you know, was there one guy, you know, who was Oh, like, I don't know. I'm sure we all had our moments. I mean, I never really cut a whole bunch of weight. Um mm-hmm. But enough where, you know, there's times where I'm like, oh, this is awful. Um, <laughs> but I'd say, I don't know. Um, I remember uh, Joey being a little testy here and there, but um, no, we all got along. I mean, we all knew we're all suffering. So try yeah. to leave each other alone in that case. But um, I, I guess I never asked, how did Joey Slayton take the news that you were going to Iowa City West? Uh, I mean, he kind of knew already that it was definitely a probability or almost a certainty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might have even thought about doing it too. Um, but, uh, you know, he did obviously, and it worked. It was fine. It worked out and nothing personal, just what we thought was right. And, um, yeah, it was – he. You, we were really, really close, though, through, mm-hmm. through high school and stuff. So, um it was tough not being on his team along with a few others. Yeah. You know, they had, you know, like Mike Russell too, and a bunch yeah, of other guys yeah. that were, yeah. So, I mean, it was a good group up there too. So it wasn't easy, um, but uh, yeah, it wasn't anything personal by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you, so then did you, were you on the same team as Jerian? Um, I'm trying to think, cause he is either he was a freshman or just as I left, he was coming in. Uh, but I mean, he hadn't wrestled at all. And then I mean, right. that's one guy that he take, you know, hard work, you know, in the dictionary. I mean, as if, I mean, he always had a good attitude. And I remember just uh, working as hard as he could and getting better. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that carried off into college too. So it was fun to see him succeed. Yeah. Um, what, what was your attitude like? You know, growing up and even in the sport of wrestling, were you pretty even keeled or were you, did you take losses tough or, you know? Oh, I'd say when I, when I first started, I mean, I didn't really, the first year I didn't win any tournaments, really? hardly, any ma- hardly any matches. Yeah, I got throttled quite a bit. Um, but, you know, just kept trying to stay with it and, and learn. And it's kind of more just more practice time and, matches just kind of get more experience but i mean at first yeah, i got throttled and then i'd say like i said around sixth seventh grade is when kind of started to break through a little bit um but i mean i had a i remember having like a, a list of guys that would beat me i'd write them write their names down and i cross it off when i beat them 
you know, the guy that was something that I kept, you know, in my room, you know, at first there's a really long list. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, you know, I made it, you know, I was more determined just to keep getting better. And, um, you know, like I said, watching some of those guys succeed, you know, at the youth level, like, you know, like a Seabold or Anson, Marshall, um, Morningstar, Slayton, you know, watching those guys, you know, trying to emulate kind of what they do and, you know, kind of rubbed off on me. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was more self-motivating than, you know, just at that time, yeah, I just really wanted to be the best one out there, too. Yeah. Um, did, did you have any siblings? Like, did anyone else in your family wrestle? Yeah, my two older brothers. Um, uh, Jared, my the middle one, he wrestled a little bit, but he didn't really like it as much. Um, not as, you know, fond of it, but he was a good swimmer. Um, then he worked a lot, too. Um, and then my oldest brother, Chris, um, he wrestled and was really well. It did really well, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just different dynamic than, too, I guess. I mean, yeah. you know, I was fortunate to, you know, have the workout partners I did at the youth level. And then not only that, but the facility at that time. I mean, now there's a lot of clubs where you get that, which is great for the sport, um, especially in Iowa. I mean, you see a lot of good kids coming out of that because, you know, you got a lot of good coaches and clubs they can go to. Um, so, yeah, I guess, I mean, my older siblings, not so much. My dad coached and wrestled a little bit um, down in Missouri um, at, uh, I forgot the high school, but, um, yeah, he had a little coaching wrestling background. So he and I, before wrestling or before any clubs, we would, you know, wrestle around in the carpet in the living room and, um you know, he's the one that kind of taught me initially, you know, how to sprawl. And um, I mean, he had some inter- interesting old school ways of trying to teach me, like like blindfolding me, like trying to wrestle blindfolded where I can't see. <laughs> where I just kind of feel what the guy's doing. I don't know. Um, yeah. And then a lot of guys make fun of me too, but the fingertip push-ups. Yeah. They always say like, Joey always be like, yeah, get your fingertip push-ups done before your match. I'm like, okay. <laughs> No, it was fun. That was a good group. Um, but yeah, my dad definitely kind of initially got it going. And what what was it that really drew you to wrestling then? Um, I think my dad just get me involved and then just wrestling around on the carpet. Just kind of, it was fun. And then, I don't know, I just kind of stuck to it. It felt more natural for me. Like I said, I couldn't really shoot a basket or... <laughs> throw a ball so or catch so mm-hmm. my options were a little a little limited mm-hmm. but did you try swimming like your brother no no i probably should have <laughs> i stay afloat right now but that's about as good as it gets <laughs> how good of a swimmer was he uh i mean he competed in high school i mean i'm not sure i don't think at an elite level but i mean he's he was good i mean he could he could do the basics for sure yeah Beyond just doggy paddling like me, trying to stay. <laughs> uh, when did when did, so you had that break? I guess I should say you had that breakout tournament. You know, you said like well, your eighth grade year when you beat Angel Escobedo, you know, and that probably really catapulted you into maybe more of a spotlight, you know, in the state. Did you start to feel any pressure, or was that a part? No, of- I just probably more 
lit more of a fire for me. Yeah. I mean, because uh, you know, I did Greco too. So I mean, I wrestled. He was going for his like triple crown, which was mm-hmm. a big deal then. I mean, that was kind. He's going to be like the first to do that, where he wins like a folk style Greco and freestyle. I wrestled him in Greco the day before. Um, I think we went to overtime, um, which was kind of shocking, I think, for a lot. And then freestyle, I had to wrestle him again that year. Um, and we ended up wrestling later on in high school, too. Um, but yeah, I think that was kind of what really ignited the fire there for, you know, to keep even pushing it even further now um, into eighth grade, which then I won, I think, the kids' state tournament. The only time I won it was my eighth grade year. Uh-huh. Um, and then again, back to freestyle that summer too, wrestling high school guys, which is kind of a, a learning curve too, going from middle yeah. school to high school and then high school to college type of thing. Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to do even better the next time or continue to win, you know, these big tournaments. And freestyle was probably more what I loved probably more than any like folk style or anything is more, I think more freestyle was more my, where Milo was at for the wrestling, but. Why is that? I just liked it. I, I love freestyle. Um, even Greco was okay. Uh, I didn't really know very many moves, but I had a, like a <laughs> left-handed headlock that worked kind of, but um, yeah, it was just, it was more laid back. It was just, I, I, I don't know. I like takedowns and stuff, and that was kind of more my thing. Mm-hmm. Did you say if you're good on your feet, you can't be beat? No, I didn't say that. I don't know. Oh, okay. Because I definitely got – I thought I was okay on my feet. I still got beat quite a bit too. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought – I remember there was, a, there was an article on you in high school where you hadn't been taken down. Oh, yeah, that was uh, – my sophomore year. That was your sophomore um, year? Okay. I yeah. That was that. I thought, that? That, I, thought, I thought also in that article, that's when you said, if you're good on your feet, you can't be beat. Hence, because you hadn't been taken down all year. Uh, I don't think so, but um, maybe I did at some <laughs> point. But I did get beat. So yeah. I got to eat my own words if that's the case, if I did say it. Um, but yeah, I was I didn't have a takedown that year, but my in the state tournament, the semifinals, I had to wrestle um, Kelly from um, Dubuque, Hempstead, who I wrestled a couple of weeks earlier. I think it was like a tech full or pin or something. But then he headlocked me and pinned me in the semis. Then I had to come back and get third, um, which was tough. I mean, that was a loss that was hard to come back from. Um, mm-hmm. But it carried over again freestyle um, for that summer, you know, with the tournaments in Fargo and stuff. But um, yeah, I was, I was undefeated and I would uh, take down, but he got one. Yeah. Uh, one that mattered. <laughs> yeah. Dang, that, that had to be tough. But out of all the things, you know, how resilient you were, I mean, you got third three times, which, yeah, on one hand, you can say, yeah, you got third, you wanted first. But on the other hand, when you look at it kind of half more, half full, like losing and coming back and getting the next best thing is difficult. And you were able to do that, you know, especially like you said, your sophomore year after getting pinned like that still to get third. I mean, that takes a lot of, a lot of guts, a lot of discipline, a lot of character. 
to do that. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, at the time, you know, I could, you know, my dad had to talk to me quite a bit in those moments because I was just defeated, you know, and I was like, this is awful. I don't want to, he goes, you can do that or you can get mad and motivated back out there, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm glad I did because, um, yeah, it's more of a pride thing. Like, all right, I'm not going to, I got beat. I'm not going to show them beat. So I keep trying to go, go forward with that. You know, and that's where it kind of, yeah. It starts getting third three times or, you know, pick to win it and then get third. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it, it definitely carried over to, you know, the summer and, and the college too, and, and beyond just trying to, you know, deal with those setbacks and, you know, how you handle them. I mean, you can do, you know, one or two things. So either stay down and keep, or don't try to uh, get up or just get pissed off and, and try again. So how long did you, you know, how long did you take yourself to kind of, before you collected yourself and moved on, you know, cause there, it's kind of like, you. I mean, you don't want to equate it to a death, you know, because obviously it's not the same, but I mean, that big of a loss on that magnitude is, it's pretty significant. So like, you know, you have to almost go through a grieving process, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was, it hurt a lot at the moment, but then, you know, that, you know, sadness or whatever you want to call it, you know, turn into more like, I don't say anger, but just more like determined, like, all right, now I'm, now I'm mad. Um, and then, uh, you know, even that year when I got pinned after not doing the takedown, it, they, I remember there's an article that said like Mueller dumped and I cut that article out, put it up on my, my, uh, bathroom mirror you know i was like i, I don't want to feel that way again so um there's more motivation i'd say than anything um and then i know you know i can be i can compete with these guys and beat them um and just making sure to find a way to not feel that way again or have that happen Oof, man yeah sorry i'm just thinking about looking at an article like that of an athlete who's out there putting the, you know, who put all this time and effort and, you know, they unfortunately lose. And then they're like the headline of a paper, you know, and they're like 16 years old and, you know, Mueller dumped and it's like, you know, that's well, it's even bad. worse today. I feel bad for the kids today. I mean, you have all these like social media outlets and communication and videos and we didn't have a lot of, you know, we didn't have flow and, um, YouTube stuff or videos. I mean, it was just newspaper paper clippings and whatnot, but, and maybe a few message boards here and there. Um, but yeah, I'd say now, nowadays it's probably a million times worse than, but I mean, you can either have it affect you or don't even read it. Probably the best thing. Um, or just use it to motivate you. Um, but yeah, it was it was tough, but I, I still had the article somewhere along really? with a few others here and there, but just something to a little gut punch every morning. You get to read it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, again, if you look at it glass half full, you know, in order to have something like that written about you, you had to be pretty damn good all on the on the same token. You know, like if you were 
not as good as you were, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But because of how talented and how good you were, you know, the time you put in, the effort, and, you know, it just you were kind of more put up on a – I don't want to say you were put on a pestle, but you put yourself there because you were so good. You know, all the work you put in and the credentials you had, you were so good. Yeah, I, I mean – I don't know. I mean, a lot of wrestlers probably never really satisfied with where they're at. Um, you know, especially with college too. I can, you know, speak to that too. But it's, uh, yeah, definitely. I think more in the long, you know, in the bigger picture beyond wrestling. Yeah. You know, it's how you handle things. But um, yeah, it was just more motivation, and I'm glad it happened because mm-hmm. otherwise, maybe I wouldn't want accomplish the stuff later on either. Yeah. So. Did you let it seep into like your academic life at all? I mean, you know, how were you as a student? I mean, not great, but not bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably uh, a lot of B's, I'd say. Okay. Maybe yeah, a few C's. Yeah. Maybe C minus in a class that I really didn't like. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I, I, my, my mom was a, um, a speech teacher. So, I mean, she made sure I stayed on top of that because especially, mm-hmm. you know, getting prepared for college, it's like yeah. you need your grades. I mean, you can be a great athlete, but if you don't have grades, it's not, you're not going to um, be able to compete. Um, mm-hmm. So she kind of um, instilled a lot of that as far as, you know, priorities and you need to get your you know homework done. We got to, you know, you come back from a grueling practice at Carver, but you have a test tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another like, and you're cutting weight, and you're you're already just miserable. But it's something you have to do, because um, you know if you don't, you're not it's you're not going to be able to compete or wrestle. So, um, and then even in college too, um, Bono, Chris Bono was at Wisconsin. Um, I still remember it because the first thing he said to me is, "You can be great at two of three things. You can be great at wrestling." a great student or have, you know, a great social life. You can only be good at two. So student, wrestler, or social life. So you kind of have to, you know, you can't, can't be all three. You have to pick two. So that's kind of, sometimes always stuck around too, but that's kind of what I had in my mind here, which probably a lot of wrestlers do even before getting to college or high school. I mean, that's just something you have to, struggle through to do yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for student athletes juggling a college curriculum or even in high school, like you said, you were going twice a week to Ubasa, going through the grind of practice with all those studs. And then you still had homework you had to do. And, you know, yeah, I saw that test tomorrow, the next morning. Right, so. Exactly. And it's something that, you know, it's, you got to, you know, it's more kind of learn time management more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, all right, well, I, if I do this now, I don't have to cram in the last second. I can, so you kind of have to, you know, the learning curve there, especially when you get to college. I mean, that's another, you know, then you're really on your own. You have to figure it out. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's times where we had practices, you know, I go to Carver or have high school practice. Um, and then, eat a little dinner and then we had like a 10 by 10 wrestling mat in my house <laughs> i think is either in the we had in the basement or in the garage 
So during the winter, we'd have like space heaters, like little kerosene heaters going. Mm -hmm. um, I'd either work out with my, you know, my dad, or, you know, not anything crazy, but or yeah. we'd have like, Pablo Ibasa would come for like an hour and we'd work. So, I mean, sometimes getting probably two practices a day um, on top of that. But, um, yeah, it, it, that was work I had to do because, you know, I wasn't at that level that a lot of those kids were. So I had to make some gains somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, looking back, I just wish I had all that energy still. But um, <laughs> like, yeah, it'd be great to have one day at work or something. But yeah, you're sitting here. Gosh, uh, you know that that just seems like a lot for a you know high school kid, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, to be going through that. You know, um, but you obviously seemed up for the task, but yeah, that's just a, a full, full plate for somebody of that age. Yeah. It just kind of, you know, determined, you know, I wanted to stay title too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and came short what three times and then, you know, in freestyle, I wanted one of those big stop sign metal or uh, black things. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, envisioned that and then I'm like, all right, well, I need to, keep working because you know my dad's like well i wonder what this guy's doing right now i'm like okay dad all right fine <laughs> yeah so how, how sweet was it your junior year then to finally get on top and and win that state title it was good i think probably twofold because i know there's a lot of people that didn't want me to win especially with transferring schools that year um and you know it was you know something that i was just wasn't going to take no for, you know, that I was like, I, I'm, I have to get this done. Um, and it was great getting it. And then, you know, and then being able to do it with, you know, Mark Ryland and, um, and then also, you know, the guys that weren't at West, you know, like the same group they grew up with, like McClaire's and Borschel and Anson Slayton and Morningstar, you know, get seeing those guys win too. Um, it was fun. It was a fun year for that. Um, and then uh, carrying it over to the summer, summer months, which I mean, shortly after state at the time, there was that uh, we'd always go to this uh, Fort Madison, like the yeah, Pickford Nick, one. Nick Pickford. <laughs> and I don't know if it's still pretty tough or not. Um, at the time, it was like a mini like state. It was tough. I mean, you had some guys even from out of state that would come. Um, so we'd always do that, you know, regardless. Um, mm -hmm. So we didn't really get much of a break. Uh, it was kind of maybe a week or two, if that. And then we're back in it again. Um, but yeah, that tournament was fun. And that, you know, yeah, just, yeah. did you ever go to that one? Yes. Yeah. A few times. Yeah. We'd go down there. We'd stay in this hotel and <laughs> go the next day to the McPickford. Yeah. Well, I thought too, I don't know if it's still the case, but at the time, like you had to, if you win it, you qualify for nationals for Fargo. Hmm, really? So okay. you, don't, you don't have to do the regional or state stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can, but mm -hmm. um, it's nice if you go there and you, and you win, then, you know, you're kind of, you know, you're already qualified type of yeah. thing. And then I think we always had to sell like these little raffle tickets too. <laughs> yeah. I hated yeah. that. I'm not like a extremely out, out, um, Gozy guy, as far as like, hey, you know, 
knocking on doors and asking people and it wasn't my thing, but yeah, he had a big stack about that big. Yeah. For, for funding for it. Um, but I don't know. It was, it was fun going to that tournament though. Yeah. Yeah. We always had a good time to take a, a group of us down there. Like you said, you know, fill up a van or whatever. Sometimes somebody had to sit on the floor. Yeah, it's more laid back. That's why I liked a lot of that free stuff. Me too. It's just kind of like, all right, you don't want to go, or or you don't. You don't. Not a lot of pre- I mean, I mean, you can make it pressure if you wanted it to be, but it was more just kind of let's just wrestle and have some fun there. Yeah, I agree. I, I for some reason I'm not sure why. I guess I can't articulate it this time, but freestyle was a lot more laid back. You know. I mean, there's just competition season, I guess, you know? Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, no one, there wasn't really like a record. I mean, so to speak, I mean, I don't know if there is now or a way to try. I mean, at the time there wasn't, it was right. just, and then you get to wrestle, you know, we go to, you know, throughout high school, we go to um, the regional tournaments um, all over. It was like, we went out to like Wyoming one time. Um, I actually had to wrestle Kyler Sanderson there. Uh-huh. he like tech me but um yeah that was a tough one because the altitude it can come from iowa up there driving in a van um then we went down to like new orleans um oh really indiana um you know all the, all the midwest states too just for those tournaments so i mean we went to las vegas for that regional tournament hey. uh, so we were doing a lot of traveling so i mean it was you know, a lot of practices, but it gets exciting though when you get close to the tournament time. Yeah. Did you ever get nervous? See, like when you say it gets exciting, you know, I would be like, I'm getting nervous. Tournament time's coming. Oh, geez, I'm I'm starting to get nervous. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, I was probably every match at Russell. I was nervous. I mean, against anybody. I mean, I'm gonna say. I mean, probably extreme nervous was probably in college. You know, with anxiety and, and you know it's just a different level too but um yeah i don't think there's ever a time i wasn't like a little nervous like or at least nervous um which i mean kale kind of always said you know that's good if you are because that means you're ready it'd be more of an issue if you weren't nervous hmm. i was like like oh i never heard of that kind of but I was like, yeah that makes sense um but you at least don't want it to you know take hold of you where you can't perform which i know there's times when that did happen for me uh-huh. um, but yeah i mean i always was um but usually after you know the first match or first takedown it or once the whistle blows kind of goes away uh-huh. but i always liked the tournaments where you know i had back-to-back matches too and i always felt like the more matches i have or win and keep winning the better i keep doing uh-huh. um we're just kind of, you know, like at Fargo, you have 10 matches and each one I felt better in as it went on. So I don't know. Same. I was the same way, you know, the first match was always kind of the worst. Yeah. And then as the tournament went on, you just kind of get better and a groove more in a groove or whatever. Yeah. You feel better, I guess I did anyway. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, even at like the, you know, when I was coaching like some of the youth, kids too i mean making sure they get a good warm-up i mean that's always kind of the big thing too it's just you know you want to go out there flat you know you know that's kind of hard to kind of find what what you need each person's a little bit different 
Mm-hmm. Just learn as far as you know to get that you know get your lungs burning for the first time. Yeah, especially after cutting weight and you know it's tough that first match, but grind that out, then it gets better. Yeah, was it hard? Okay, so like you know then when you think about uh, the state tournament, okay, you're wrestling like one match a day. Mm-hmm. So was that kind of difficult to wrestle a match and then come back the next day and wrestle? Like you just said, Fargo, you're wrestling boom, 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 you know? Yeah. I, I mean, that's why I like freestyle more. Cause it was just like, you know, I, I lose one or I have a bad match. I, I kind of sucked or kind of mad how I wrestled there. And then I can come back out and do something different, but yeah, folk style, or especially a state tournament. I'm, I mean, definitely wrestle a little more tight because it's the first match, I think. You know, I lost to my freshman, I lost to Jake Halverson from West High, or City West, um, in overtime. And then I had to come back and get third. And then, um, yeah, and same as sophomore year. And I mean, a lot of those matches, I mean, I definitely try to prepare and get ready. And, you know, a lot of time I could. And sometimes the matches I didn't cost me. Um, but yeah, I think folk style or the freestyle, you know, when it's back to back, I always, yeah, I'm, I always was the one that the more matches I get, the better I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you kind of had a little battle or may, maybe a rivalry. Some people would call it, you know, with Zach McRae, you know, you wrestled him quite a bit because he was from city high and you were at Kennedy and then Iowa city West and you went to Yubasa. So like, I mean, you wrestled him quite a, quite a bit of times, quite a few. Yeah, he was tough. I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for Zach, and he's a great, great guy. And, um, I mean, we grew up wrestling in the practice room, too, and, you know, Carver. He was one of those guys in there, too, later on. Um, so I've known him since I started wrestling. I mean, at tournaments, you, you know, you see a lot of the same kids and parents. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a wrestling's kind of a tighter community, um, closer community, I'd say, than from a lot of other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he and I went back in high school, obviously, you know, we wrestled probably seven, eight times. You know, the one time he got me was when it mattered too, to my senior year. And he came out, he was ready to go. And, you know, I wrestled too tight and, and that cost me. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, this, um, I'm trying to say that. Yeah. Howerson, he and I wrestled back and forth a few times in mm-hmm. high school. Um, he beat me too when I counted as far as the state. Um, uh, who else? Uh, what's his name? Drawing a blank here. Um, oh, yeah. Then uh, out of state, I had some rivalries with uh, Angel Escobedo. He and I wrestled, you know, middle school and into high school. Um, and then Zach Bailey, he was from uh, Oak Park, Missouri. He and I would wrestle. He came up my senior year. He beat me the senior year at our own tournament as a, a dual tournament. Okay. And Oak Park was pretty good at the time. I mean, they, they're a nationally ranked team. and um, But we'd wrestle in freestyle, too, where we would go back and forth. And he was a tough kid, too. Yeah. What were the practice room like, you know, in both – Cedar Rapids, Kennedy, and then Iowa City West. I mean, I'm thinking about you wrestling. Were you there with Mike Russell? Right, yeah, right Mike there? Russell and then uh, Scott and Slayton. Kyle I mean, Blood and um, yeah. they're a lot of the good guys. I mean, I mean, the first two years in high school, I mean, that really kind of helped, 
you know, because I mean, they, they're experienced. I mean, and those guys are physically strong too. So, I mean, you can't just pull anything off on them. Um, but I just remember staying after um, a lot of those practices, especially in the beginning, even throughout, but, you know, staying after and hitting shots, like, you know, I sweep single 50 times. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have a partner to do it with, I'd do it on the Adam dummy. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably hit, hit my face on him a couple times on accent. <laughs> it pissed me off. I tried to do some more, but um, yeah, I mean, those guys, I mean, they definitely um great group of guys. And that's why it was hard to, to move. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, those guys are great, great to work out with, you know, and great to be with even, you know, outside the mat. Yeah. I think, you know, people, we, we forget or we didn't realize how good that Sea Rapids Kennedy group team well, was back then. We had a good team. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were, oh, yeah. if I remember, I mean, they were like top three. Um, I think they got second or third that year I transferred and we won. I think if I would have stayed, they probably would have won it. Um, so that, that probably made a little bit too, but uh, <laughs> it was fun seeing them do well too. But yeah, I mean, that was, uh, I mean, there's a good group up and down that and both the, all those lineups. Mm-hmm. Even at Iowa City West too. I mean, there's Kelvin Hodge and um, uh, you had Cody Pujol. Then later on, after you had um, St. John and yeah. the Moors and um, uh, Gambrel and yeah, there's a lot of good kids that came out of that program. Yeah, were you? Did you transfer there when both Canellas and Mead were there? Yeah, they yeah, I was really class. close. Yeah, um, I guess before oh, I transferred sophomore year. Um, uh, I travel with, I'd go with Ryland. So, I mean, that's, I was close to them even yeah. before going there. Um, but yeah, we traveled to some regional tournaments. And then when I first was going to make a move to go to Iowa City West, we went to like a regional tournament, in Indiana. Mm-hmm. That's when I first met Alex Canales. Um, but he was a character. He was great. Um, we were good, great friends in high school and we're still friends. Um, but yeah, he was a, a beast. I mean, he's like, you look it up and I'm like this guy's like biceps like twice as big as my head and just funny dude very you know uh dry sense of humor just good guy to be around but my first experience was with him was we weigh in for this regional tournament and we go to mcdonald's you know you might get like you think most you get like a breakfast sandwich or something this guy gets like 10 apple turnovers <laughs> eats all of them on like I'm just like watching him in awe. I was like, wow. Then he just comes out there and like just starts terrorizing kids, like throwing them around. Like, um, then he gets, uh, I think he had an argument with the ref. He got ejected. And then um, it was kind of funny because then we kind of found where he was. And he was just laying outside like the high school on like one of those um, uh, pull up mats, like just taking a nap. So he, he was kind of his own world. He and yeah. he was good with anything he did, but yeah. obviously football was more his love there. And then Travis, great too. Um, I mean, yeah, when you have two guys that can win state at the same weight, yeah, it's, it's a good problem to have as a coach. But yeah, it's tough for them. But it worked out though, because Alex got hurt, and, um, and then Travis won. His, his title so yeah unfortunate you know obviously that that's not the way you want yeah but also on the other side you're like well gotta honor my teammate by doing it you know yeah 
and they, they both play football and, you know, I was, you know, good friends with those guys. So, um, yeah, it was a good team to be on too. I mean, a lot of that, I mean, with wrestling too, I mean, a lot of those guys, I mean, and you know, Parley, just, you get, you're close with a lot of them. Yeah. Good buddies. I mean, you might fight or, or get in some arguments here or there and of course. battle it out in practice room, hate each other. And then afterwards you're fine. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was it like? You know, we touched on Mark Rowling quite a bit, you know, and yeah, he unfortunately passed away last year. What was it? What was it like wrestling for Mark? Oh, I love it. I mean, a lot of people see him like, you know, I mean, there's people thinking he's an arrogant guy sitting in a chair, not doing anything, but great guy, great, great heart. He loved the sport. Um, like I said, like he, me even going to Kennedy, he went out of his way to coach me. You didn't have to because I competed directly with a lot of his guys, you know, with Halverson and like Calvin Hodge. Like, but he just loved giving back to the sport and helping kids. Um, you know, that's why a lot of kids went to his club, like even like Mac Ryder and, um, right. uh, you know, a handful of kids from the eastern Iowa, southern, southeast Iowa, they travel two hours to go to his practice. Um, and then, you know, he just, uh, he didn't really, you know, teach a lot of technique, but, you know, more just kind of running practices and then just the good guy to be around, you know, he kind of same even keel demeanor the whole time. Mm-hmm. He might get some sarcastic jokes here and there, but um, it was painful rooming with him though at one of those tournaments because he's one of those guys that keeps it like forty degrees in the hotel. Okay, which I like it cold too, but I was like, you know, I was shivering. I could see my breath the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too cold. <laughs> and I tried to touch the thermostat. He goes, "Don't even think about it." And they go. <laughs> Like I say, we travel tournaments too. He, you know, goes on down to Diet Coke or Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, very we're, sure. we're just like, man, that looks so good. Uh, but uh, yeah, great guy. And then you know, obviously, even out outside of high school, you know, I was close with him. You know, and my parents still lived in Iowa City, so we'd come back and you know, my parents had like a pontoon at that lake, and we'd all go out and just good, good coach, good friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what uh, what ended up was the decision to go to Iowa State? Did you look elsewhere? Like, yeah, I was at. Uh, I mean, like I said, Iowa. Obviously, that was mm-hmm. the hard one. And then Virginia Tech at the time was Brands. Yeah. So I was, had a visit scheduled there, and I ended up going. Um, Minnesota, Nebraska, um, and you and I. So um, it was. T- I mean, I like I liked all the colleges. I mean, they all. You know, I think it came down to probably more so Iowa and Iowa State. I liked Virginia Tech too, but mm-hmm. just seemed, you know, I didn't want to go that far. Yeah. Just and then just when I like I said, more of the pros and cons of you know it, on paper and came down to just kind of what I felt was the better fit. Um, you know, with the workout partners, I like the campus the coaches, the um, you know, the offers and you know, it was just it was tough. But yeah. Yeah. I was also looking. Uh, so you had seven career losses in high school. Three of them came at the state tournament. You know, yeah. um, was that just was there something about the state tournament or was it just a testament to how tough the state tournament is? Um, I mean, it's always been tough. I mean, I'm sure some way, some years 
harder than others. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of those guys, you know, I'd either beat early in the year, then they beat me at the tournament. Um, like how I, I can remember, well, I don't know all the wins, but the losses I know. I mean, the first one I had was Mac Ryder. Oh. I think I think we ended up going to the third period, and he pinned me in a cradle um, my freshman year, and then I lost to um, uh, it was Goshlock Adam Goshlock from Buchemstead. Then I ended up beating him twice, and he ended up winning it that year that weight freshman year. And then Halverson and I, I think he beat me twice. Um, the McRae and Zach Bailey were the other two, but um, yeah, I think it's more just probably the the mindset too. I mean, just you know, like I said, I mean, there's times I got probably too too nervous or too tight wrestling, and it cost me. Um, and then there's times where you know, like a Fargo or some of these freestyle tournaments where just let it loose and wrestle, and then it's a little different story. But um, yeah, I mean, those guys are all tough that won, though, and that beat me, so they deserved it. They were ready to go. Yeah. You know, they were, they were the ones that were ready that match, so. Yeah. Hold on, give me one second. All right, sorry about that. You're good. All right. Um, yeah, you're, uh, I was going to say your, your Iowa City West teams were pretty good, too. You know, so you were pretty yeah. good from Kennedy to West, and both teams were good, and. Even though, like, your City West team maybe as a whole wasn't as complete, but you you had some really top-of-the-line guys. I think one year you took, like, five guys to state and got, like, second or third. Yeah, I got second and then third my senior year. So junior year we got second. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, solid guys. I mean, if they, were, if they weren't going to win it, they are going to place in the top half easily. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it came close my junior year to winning it, but we ended up winning the state dual tournament that year. Um, yeah, I mean, they're a great dual team. So, I mean, there's a lot of solid kids on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think who so we had. Uh, I think uh, Nate Moore was a freshman my senior year. So, you know, right around Nate Moore's time and Later on is when they really kind of started dominating quite a bit. Yeah, I was I was looking here. Yeah, your what year was this? This would have been your junior year. You had seven qualifiers. You know, Canellis and Mead and Gary Coleman, Hodge, yourself, Sean Paulson, Cody Poodle. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah, back then was only twelve weights. So I mean that. That's a yeah, good haul. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I love those guys. I mean, they're great wrestlers, you know, did well. Um, you know, Calvin Hodge and I were the – we worked out quite a bit. Um, you know, so he was my partner usually a lot during the year. Yeah, I'm going to take a peek at how, how, how he did that year. 135 here. I can't remember if he got third or what. Um, but yeah, he was one guy that probably should have won it too. But he was in that Ubasa program as well. Really? Dang, Nike. That Ubasa, that's still going on? That Ubasa train? Yeah, I think we were kind of like the OGs 
of it, but um, no, it was great. I, you know, I loved it. I mean, that's kind of probably the one thing that um, got a lot of us to where we're at, but I mean, a lot of those guys were already studs anyways, too. Um, but uh, yeah, we got to, you know, like I said, we got to wrestle at Harvard, which is pretty awesome, especially at that age, like, you know, wrestling in that room and being that close to that program. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you know, getting to see Gable quite a bit. Yeah. You know, you know, that was before Kale and stuff. So, I mean, he was the, still is, but yeah, um, you know, the man there. So, yeah. Yeah. Now Kale is kind of maybe pushing a little bit, you know, for that status. Yeah. I mean, just great and unfortunate to be, you know, either coached or, you know, been around a lot of those guys, you know, even Gable's house, we went with you bosses, you know, our group, we went to his house and, you know, what worked out is in a sauna and stuff one year. In a sauna? Yeah. Did he ever lock you in? No, but <laughs> we did do plenty of those workouts too, though. At yeah. Um, you know, we're just, you know, you have guys that are trying to like, get down on the floor to get you know air underneath the crack of the door <laughs> it was uh yeah it was tough dang i don't miss that part of it <laughs> yeah you ever think about getting back into it you know more more uh i don't want to say consistently but a bigger role you know in wrestling uh maybe i mean i like coaching um i mean i've helped out at ankeny where i'm at now oh. um um, that was a couple of years back, but from like 2011, 12 to 16, before they split high schools, I mean, me and uh, another buddy, uh, Topher Ewing, um, coached, you know, some of the youth guys and a lot of them did really well in high school. Um, some, you know, went on to college and are there now. So it's kind of fun watching them develop and, you know, achieve what they did in high school, but also now in college watching that unfold too. Um, and now, like I said, just starting it back into it now, my youngest is, he wrestled his first full year last year. Um, so he's liking it and just kind of helping out. Yeah. But eventually, you know, maybe coaching a little more. I kind of enjoyed that part of it. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like helping kids and, um, yeah, it's a good, good area, good program here. So, yeah, that Des Moines area is starting to be, you know, you have uh, there are a lot of clubs now. Yeah, yeah Milwaukee Northwest is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, like Volmecki and you know, with his that group, and um, you have like Moen, um, yes, people, you know, all these guys I grew up wrestling with too, and yeah, they they do great, you know, they have, you know, pulling a lot of good kids and develop them, and you know, their stats, you know, you probably see them all the time. I mean, speak for himself, so yeah. Um, they got that high altitude and you know there's a lot a lot of good program I mean, it's good for the sport and good for the the state mm-hmm. you know and especially when you have the girls wrestling or kind of picking up steam too mm-hmm. i mean i think it's, it's definitely good i mean yeah so yeah now you know looking at iowa city west uh is it i think nick moore's the head coach now uh is nick or nate Nate. Oh, it is Nate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing well. I mean, it's, you know, you're going to have a lot of kids there and, you know, it's tough, 
you know, you have City High was great, you know, yeah. cross town rival too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're they're good. They're great wrestlers, and they're you know, great coaches, great guys. So I mean, they'll they'll do just fine. Yeah. What's the future hold for you? I don't know. Right now, just kind of more um, trying to survive some of these uh, baseball and state tournament stuff. Um, you know, sitting in bleachers and feeling the pain my parents did too. But <laughs> no, I love I love watching it. You know, it's you know, especially with the youth stuff, and it's fun. I mean, especially when you've been through it, you kind of know um, what not to be like, or at least for the most yeah. part. Um, because you've seen some coaches or parents, you know, like, man, I hope I'm not like that ever either. But, um, but yeah, I, mean, I think this more being involved with, uh, with their stuff and helping them out. And then, um, you know, like I said, I want to get back involved more hands-on with coaching. Uh-huh. So what that looks like exactly, I don't know, but, uh, it's a good area to be in for it, you know, especially, you know, there's a lot of good kids and good parents, good community. Um, but yeah, a lot of it's just kind of more trying to um, corral three kids that are busy. Yeah. Well, how are you going to coach basketball or uh, baseball? Oh, I don't, I don't. Oh, do yeah. that. <laughs> they don't want me doing that. Yeah. Uh, I kind of more just pretend what I know what I'm cheering for. Yeah. But yeah, there's some they get in some of those basketball tournaments. They get a little, especially my daughter Hannah. She uh, there's some feisty girls. I'm like, you got to double leg that girl. She does that to you again. <laughs> got double leg that girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like do a little foot sweep thing and take her out. No, um, yeah, it's more just you know I'm learning a lot too. Just some sports I don't know anything about. But yeah, yeah. they keep you busy. Yeah, and you said you're you're remarried. Yeah, remarried in, in this past July, so uh, on one year. Yeah, so I had, I had my youngest Maddox, and then um, she had two kids, so inherited two great ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're just you know busy with the three three kids, busy sports life right now. Um, enjoying it, tired, tiresome. <laughs> it's no, it's worth it all too. Yeah, you got any big plans for your anniversary then in in a month? Oh, she will probably walk around Bass Pro. She likes doing that. <laughs> walk around Bass Pro. I don't know. I need, need, a I, fish probably need to think, I probably need to think of you're pretty sane here, actually. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty laid back. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we got a trip out to uh Montana later or in July. So what are you doing out there? Are you going to uh, no, it's uh, oh, my buddy, Wyoming, to- sorry. Yeah, my buddy Topher Ewing, um, who's the one I um, got me involved with coaching with the Ankeny group. Um, he's getting married out there. Nice. So make a little trip out of it. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool here. You know, Montana's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty nice area. Yeah. So it should be pretty fun. I mean, I've never been out there, but Dang. like I said, Wyoming, I think is about the farthest I've been up there, but yeah. But other than that, I mean, probably just do more baseball tournaments on the week and weekend and, yeah, is that what your oldest likes to do? He's just a big baseball guy. Right, right now, yeah. Um, both the boys. I mean, he does little league. My youngest, and then Brody, my oldest. He uh, he does like more like a traveling team. Oh yeah, okay. a little more 
a little more serious there. Um, but yeah, it's fun watching them all do it though. I'm yeah. wishing I, I had that swing or arm, but. And you said you didn't do, you didn't do anything else but wrestle. I mean, you got, you did play baseball. You said. Yeah. I, I love baseball. And that was probably one of the things I did like, um, I loved it, but I was better at wrestling. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of a pick there. Um, what else? But yeah, traveling and then, you know, like outdoor stuff. You know, when you, I guess, last question for you, when you look back over your college, your entirety of your wrestling career, you know, I know it's hard to say you're satisfied, but I mean, you were pretty successful. You know, are you, do you look at it fondly or do you remember it sort of bittersweet? I mean, definitely kind of bittersweet, but I'd say, I mean, I think even if I would have won or, had a lot of success even in college, like beyond whatever I did. Um, I probably still would say there's things I wish I could have done or wish I would have achieved. Um, it was more, I'd say, throughout all of it, you know, youth to college is part of just the process of it. I mean, it's not an easy sport. So that's why not a lot of people do it. Um, but in, in, re, in return of it, though, you get, you get to meet a lot of great people you know, friends, you know, you know, from all over the country, um, you know, you get to deal with the setbacks that you deal with in life. Um, it helps prepare you for that, I think. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in, in youth, high school, college, um, especially college, I mean, there's a lot I wish I would have, um, or could have achieved. Um, but, you know, the, at the time, you know, did do what you do to, or do what you can to prepare. And, um, but I don't regret anybody. It was fun. And, um, I mean, some parts of it were fun, but, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, just meeting the people I did and knowing them now, you know, I kind of changed that, especially, you know, the high moments, you know, when you win a state tournament or win a national tournament, I mean, nothing better, but, you know, you know, you enjoy it for a little bit and then you got to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Back to the grind then shortly after, whether you win or lose. So, yeah, true. What do you have something that you, you look back on and you're most proud of? Um, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I mean, here and there, I'd say, um, probably, I don't know, I'd say probably in youth. Um, or we'll say middle school winning or high school, we'll say, I'll oh, skip that. Just probably more than Fargo winning that my senior year. For me personally, losing the high end state and, you know, just trying to outwork and get better throughout the whole summer, you know, sacrifice, you know, you know, the, you know, the senior year fun stuff with the friends. Um, but I wouldn't regret it. And then, you know, the bittersweet part of it too is, you know, like I did get the hug, you know, Rylan since I didn't state, but, um, and then, you know, just, just being there, seeing, you know, my parents too with tournaments and, you know, that part, I mean, win or lose, you know, having that support too is always, you know, something I want to do for my kids too. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's that's key. You know, I mean, uh, this past year at NCAAs and they've been doing it for a few years now. They have, you know, all the yeah, 
in the front row or, you know, and I think that's pretty cool. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's awesome. They do that. I mean, I mean, mean, like I said, I know I can't speak for everyone, but I know with my parents, I mean, I wouldn't achieved any of it. You know, they didn't, weren't willing to drive me to these, you know, podunk towns with, (laughs) you know, staying from, you know, at the time it wasn't some of those youth tournaments, especially weren't very efficient. Mm-hmm. So you get there waiting at eight and then you're there till 8 p.m. Yeah. And you wrestle three times. As a kid, you don't know anybody. You're like, oh, it's fine. But I can only, like, that part's tough. But um, I have newfound respect for the, you know, all of them, you know, driving. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that uh, they're tougher than I was. So I'm trying to learn that now. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That you just said that, uh, one of those tournaments, I didn't even really think about it. Cause we, you know, me and my wife, we don't, well, they didn't have track wrestling. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. Going to tournaments and sitting there all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially like you're, you know, all these, you know, it's not like you're at a nice like facility either. Right. Mean, yeah. You're on these bleachers. Not to knock some of the, you know, these small, small town school, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you're there from, early in the morning and you're there all day like yep. and then you might have about two made right sandwiches throughout the day <laughs> the second one isn't as good as the first so yeah oh that's yeah. yes that that sounds about right Little things like that i mean just stuff i mean at the time you know it's like oh but looking back or it, it was fun mm-hmm. a lot of good memories there and um but yeah, I'd say the process though, definitely the hardest part, but, but the most probably fulfilling part. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I know what you alluded to a little bit was, you know, unfortunately, yeah, Zach McCray got you at the state tournament, but that propelled you into the summer wrestling where you won a Fargo title and that, yeah. you know, you could look at it as if you won state, maybe you didn't go, maybe you don't have that fire and motivation to win that Fargo you know, so right. I don't, I don't think it can be if you use it that way. Yeah, that's you know what I'd urge you know a lot of the other kids too. Just you know use it as motivation. I mean, you're gonna see them again, or if not, you're gonna have some other opportunities. Um, but yeah, if I didn't, if I would have won state, who knows? But mm-hmm. so I mean, it happens for a reason. And you know, like I said, going to our state, you know, I'm glad I did that too. So yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I'm glad you did too. You know, Iowa State's a great school. You know, I mean, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, I would have been like all Iowa, you know, but my sister went there. My wife went there. Like, you just kind of, as you grow older, you're like, you know, they're all good schools. They're all good yeah. schools. Wherever, wherever you want to go, wherever you think is the best fit, good for you, you know? Yeah, that's what I like. I mean, that's why people ask me, you hate Iowa? I'm like, no, you know. No. I mean, I hate getting, you know, throttled by Metcalf at, at Iowa, but um, no, it's, you know, it's a sport for wrestling, you know, it, everyone is different, you know, we, I, I think all the schools are great, you know, a lot of the, especially the ones that were rivals and, you know, like the UNI, Nebraska and Minnesota, I mean, they're all good, great programs, so mm-hmm. I think just what's best for that wrestler, I mean, I have a more of an understanding for it you know as far as disrespecting the sport yeah 
Are you going to go to that Iowa State duel this year? Or have you gone to really many? No, I think the only one I've been to um, last past year was Iowa State one versus Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think two years ago we went to like the Penn State Iowa one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was fun. It was yeah. fun being down there, but because that place gets loud. Yeah. It's fun, though. It's a good environment. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's good for the sport. I mean, especially that many fans and I'm just a fan of wrestling. So, I don't really yeah. love Iowa State and, you know, always cheer them on. Yeah. Are you going to get down there to watch them wrestle Iowa this year? I almost well, like I like to. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, last, I mean, it's great that, you know, I think Dresser's done a great job up there. Yeah. Metcalf and St. John, I mean, they've done great. And like I said, I have Metcalf's kids in the Ankeny program or was, was this past year. So my son and his, you know, they, you know, worked out a little bit too. So it's kind of ironic, a little funny there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it's great, you know, um, having that involvement with it and, you know, just they don't a great job with at least getting Iowa State, you know, competing with a lot of these teams and sure. Um, but yeah, I think it'd be a good duel. It was last year, so yeah. yeah, I'm excited for it this year. Yeah, so I think it's good. It's good to see that in the state, you know, with regardless of who wins, just you know, having that media build up for it. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Special thanks to my guest, Mitch Mueller, for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and my brand new Facebook page to hear more of my content. And don't forget to check out my website at letstalkwrestlingpodcast.my.canva.site. And as always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Take care. See you next time.